Welcome back, confidants. We call the listeners confidants because this podcast is called Confidently Insecure. They're my confidants. Oh, it sounds kind of French. Confidant. You yeah. have to say it like that if you say it. Confidant. Thank you. Oh, see, he's already got it. Uh, by the way, mm. speaking of Confidently Insecure, you might notice I'm wearing our merch, our Confidently Insecure merch. You too can have one. I should get you one. Please do. Is there something on the back? No. Nice. No, I just want people to stare right at your left nipple. So uh, if you want a Confidently Insecure shirt, the link will be in the bio. But this isn't an ad for myself, even though it's my own podcast. This, this is not that episode of promoing things of my own. This is an episode that takes a bit of a left turn from what we're normally talking about, my confidants. Uh, you might see a white dude sitting next to me and being like, why? I don't come to this pussy power boob titty feminist podcast to see men talk Mm -mm. but here's the thing this is a topic that i find incredibly uh tricky right and quite boring to be honest nice you want an establishment mind on this yeah and so i needed someone that uh was a bit of an expert in the field Um, (laughs) and with uh what we're experiencing this podcast comes out on monday uh, what's going on in the world right now? I feel like there was no way I could. I could. I'm about to double negative. There's no way I couldn't not have a podcast. Episode could not not. Okay, cool. About politics. This is a good time, um, guys. I have to introduce my guest, mm-hmm. the the straight white guy on the couch. Mm-hmm. Maybe one of the first besides uh, Jared Capsop Lucas, but he gets a pass. Uh, is my friend Ian Wolfersoff. Hello, Wolfersoff. Yeah, you're doing something with your mouth. Wolfersoff. What's Walter Storff? But okay, that's cool. <laughs> We've been fast friends in the last six-ish months. Yeah. Ian is my writing partner. Yes. Whoa, which means we met in a writing class. Mm-hmm. We liked each other's styles. We liked the vibes. And I was like, hey, I need what you have and you need what I have. Mm-hmm. We should write stuff together. And so now we write shows together to sell to television yeah and for those of you who don't know what a writing partnership is it's we share words when we write we actually trade off words in every sentence, sentence it's, it's one der full yes and well those were that, oh, was, okay. <laughs> that was those weren't words those were um yeah just clips yeah but so the funny thing about a writing partner is like I went from knowing nothing about you in class uh-huh. to knowing a lot about you and you knowing a lot about me because when you sit in a room with a person and you're just trying to come up with shit. It's accelerated intimacy for sure. Yeah, because you're just like, I don't know, what trauma do you have that you can make jokes about? Right, we're trying to like get into the depths of each right. other's um, psyche. And, right. Yeah, for inspiration. Right, and so we've already written one sh- one pilot together. Mm-hmm. We're finishing another that we're already out pitching to some really cool places. Uh-huh. None of this is going to make sense to people who aren't in the business. But yeah. uh, that's why I feel so comfortable letting you know that I have a yeast infection mm-hmm. that could have cured the famine. Oh, cool. Remember I had to leave class on Tuesday? Yeah. Was that this Tuesday or last Tuesday? I think it was probably last Tuesday, last week, yeah. And and it was like my period was so bad. Are you saying the yeast would make bread that would then feed the feed famine? The fam- okay, okay. That's how bad it is. Yeah. (laughs) It's so bad, which is why I knew something was up when my period was Narnar this month. Uh I was like, why is it so Narnar? And then came the yeast. Oh. And it is so uncomfortable. There's a particular mixture there that doesn't... A chemical... Reaction. Formula, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm sitting wide-legged and comfortably, but I just need to let you know that in case anything... Strange happens. I can cover, yeah. Yeah, stranger than usual. I mean, cool. you put up a lot with a lot of my my, my bullshit. Sure. Just in general. Mm-hmm. But that's why I wanted to bring someone you guys level-headed, normal, sane. Mm. You're pretty, uh, uh, what do we call you? You're a, you're a, are you allowed to say what you are? First of all, that's my first question about politics. Are you allowed to tell people what you are? Are you talking about an identity or my my gender? Oh, what yeah, are you sure. talking you about? Talk, you, talk, you can say your gender. Go ahead. You, she, are you a she or they? Him? Uh, I'm, I'm just go classic male. You nice. know. Um, he you him. know. Yeah. Uh, I got a bit of a sort of a SoCal kind of stoner vibe a little bit. I'm kind of aging out of it. So mm, maybe now I'm, what's next? I don't know. I kind of want to get away from identity a little bit. <gasps> yeah, and that's been my the last few years just trying to become some sort of a neutral omnipresent being switzerland yes exactly if switzerland was a identity you could choose on facebook Mm -hmm. it would be 
be me. Yeah. So then is it wrong to ask people how you're voting? Because I've been going straight up to everyone going, who'd you vote for? And people are like, whoa. And I'm like, why aren't we talking more about this? I know mm-hmm. it's a taboo thing and it splits families. But in Los Angeles, I feel like we're a little bit more liberal to just say what the fuck we're thinking. Well, my candidate just dropped out literally minutes ago. What? I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, Yeah, so not my, I'm going to say my loosely. Uh, Mayor Pete Buttigieg. The gay guy. First gay presidential candidate that's out. Yeah. Hard emphasis on that's out. Proud. <laughs> so we're recording this on a Sunday. Yep. Yesterday was South Carolina. Which we're going to talk about very briefly. Um, And this Tuesday, so in two days, is Super Tuesday. Which means what? So this is a, um, uh, I don't know how many states, but a massive amount of delegates. Probably a third of all the delegates in the Democratic primary. The delegate delegates. The delegate delegates are going to be assigned. So Wait, uh, what do you mean when you say assigned? Because I don't mean to interrupt you, but I do that a lot. uh Uh-huh. On this podcast and in life. You no, should know our friendship. Just clarify. But I did not know until the Hillary election in 2016 mm-hmm. that there's a popular vote and there's a electoral vote. Sure. So now you're talking about the general election. Yeah. I didn't right? even know that when we're voting, mm-hmm. whether it be the primaries or the real election in sure. November, that like our actual vote isn't voting for the president. It's right. voting for our delicate right to so pick so a delegate someone is someone for our at the convention later yes. on right so a delegate is an individual who then represents a larger group of uh people po- people who are they delegate po- things yes and like then that. and then they all go to the convention later on and they go ah, and they hold up those signs i and don't like that they're voting on behalf of us so that's why people want to abolish the electoral college correct and they just want to go with the popular vote just popular vote across the board right. there are those people yeah I, I i don't know i don't have much stake i think the electoral college in the general election is pretty silly yes okay so guys i'm gonna try and make this as fun as possible <laughs> because this episode it's just like, I know that politics are important right now. Yeah. But it also feels overwhelming as fuck. I know. And listen, I know a lot of white women listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, we are the ones who fucked up the last election real, real hard. 52% of white women voted, voted for Trump. for yeah. Trump, which it's is okay. insane. And I'm going to say it right now, mm-hmm. if you listen to this podcast, you shouldn't be voting for Trump. Uh, yeah, I, I think any rational human being or go. some sort of... Um, Moral compass. Or- yeah, Trump is... Uh, Sort of the distillation of American grotesque. He is. Ian sometimes says things like a, that where a, I just follow a, him on this he's word a, journey. He's a golem, really. Yeah, there you uh, go. Of the worst he's parts scrotum. of America. He's scrotum dust. He's a Frankenstein scrotum of, uh, of greed, of Ugh. narcissism. Sexism. Sexism. I confidently believe, this is the confident part of Confidently Insecure, I confidently believe if he could chain women up like dogs, he would. And just teach them to suck dick, and then he's done worse than that. He Ooh. has uh, he has nineteen bring the heat women in. who have accused him of sexual assault. This is Weinstein level. So if yeah. these accusations are true, which that's, they yeah, that's a good point. They are right. They have to be. They're not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's he is a Weinstein level sex offender. And is it fair to say and he's that the president? There is a fake democrat who's running that also has sexual allegation assault uh, assault charges put up against him mike bloomberg no or is that harassment um the well we're not actually sure because a lot of them there are ndas, NDAs. that are covering but they are for things that he has said so bad jokes okay. he is he's from, a gross little dude he looks like a turtle yeah he has some optics things going on and he, he has some vocal range that is kind of unseedy seems a little seedy but he's yeah he comes from that Kind of the Mad Men era. Um, that era. Trump it's just saying stupid sexually. Refusal to evolve. Yes, exactly. So there's. So if this comes out on Monday, mm-hmm. who is left? We have Bloomberg, the guy who's got the sexual harassment stuff against him, who right. looks like a turtle. Right. We have Biden, who right. is just came Obama's off a huge win in South Carolina. In South Carolina, that was big. 50 per, almost 50 percent of the vote Whoa. he got 60 percent of the black vote in south carolina Whoa. so this is coming off of south carolina this is big for him okay that's a big deal he mm-hmm. was obama's vice president and i want to talk about that because for some reason i liked him then and for some reason i distrust him now okay okay we'll come back to that uh then there's bernie sure feel the burn 
Ooh. Older guy. Oh, feel the burn. I am with this yeast infection. Am I right, sis? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Bernie's the older dude. Kind of also looks like a turtle, but a much more much more cute turtle, like a grandpa eat turtle compared to Bloomberg. Yeah. He's the one that believes in. He's a he's what, what we call a far left. Yes, a progressive like, left. He's a believes he, in. He's free a healthcare for all. Democratic socialist is what he labels himself as. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't know what that means, but we'll come yeah. back to that. Yeah. Uh, then we have. Well, we had Pete Buttigieg. Yeah. He dropped out. He was gay. Yeah. He is gay. He didn't die. Um, like he continues to be gay. <laughs> he yeah. continues to be gay. Yeah. Uh, but people didn't like him because they felt like he was Republican gay, which meant like yeah, you weren't waving a rainbow flag. I, I digress. He's out, so who cares? Okay. Uh, that's who you voted for. Yeah. I, I, I just found this out seconds ago, so this is really... I'm still kind of... I'm so sorry. I'm right. not letting you process. No. There's no room for processing on this Because I mailed in votes, so it kind of just now goes away. I don't, okay. I, I don't, I, it was a waste. And then, is it safe to say that Warren is still in this? I would think so. I think she's going to test out what Super Tuesday comes, but I, there is no path for her. Because she sad. shares the progressive wing with Bernie, and yep. Bernie is just dominating. Bernie is dominating. Yeah. So even if we liked her, which I d- do, yeah. I would have voted for her. But to me... It felt like throwing a vote in the wind. Yeah, because she seems like the more... Oh, God, I don't want this to influence people too much. Vote whoever you want for. Of course, it's the primaries. You, you, you vote for whoever you want to. In the general election, you vote for whoever is going against Donald Trump. Yes. That's the deal. That's the rule. That's the rule. That is actually a law. <laughs> yes. Especially if you listen to this podcast. It's the paramount concern is removing yeah. Trump from office. And plus, by the time this comes out, Super Tuesday will have happened. And that's like the majority of... America's delegates picking. It's right? one third, I think, of and the by uh, then going we'll on have Tuesday. a pretty clear vision yeah. of who the front. So it's like whoever wins Super Tuesday mm-hmm. usually goes on to be the person who will go up against Trump, unless. Well, we're going to continue with the primaries, but you're going to see probably Warren, um, Amy oh, Klobuchar. Wow. She's. I don't even uh, acknowledge her because she's like a drunk and at a Christmas party just trying to say something. Yeah, her. yeah. She's like, "Can I step in? Can I? <laughs> I mean, and you're just like." First yeah. of all, oh, Auntie Amy, and I shouldn't even say that because it sounds like I'm trashing on women. Don't worry, I will also trash on the men. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Amy, bye, bye, girl. Yeah, so she's probably gonna peace out on and Wednesday or who's, Thursday. Who's Stoyer? Stoyer? S- Sawyer? Sawyer? Stoyer? Oh no, he he dropped today. He did. Yeah. Okay, bye, girl. We don't need to talk about you. Okay, so the big ones that we need to worry about are Biden, Bernie, and Bloomberg. <laughs> yeah, the that's three. That's pretty good. Thank you. Uh-huh. It is my podcast. I will take the break. I uh, so and at this point it does seem like Biden and Bernie. Sanders are gonna be yeah, the, the two, two yeah, kinda head to head candidates. Bloomberg, the big thing people had against him was that he kind of bought his way in. Sure. He's a billionaire. Sure. Why? Uh, why are people not liking that? No, why is he a billionaire? What do he do? Oh, right. What does he run? He runs like a big media conglomerate, right? Oh, gross. And yeah, um, I'm not sure that where he is. That feels like if you own anything that sways the right. public, it you seems should be careful. Like a conflict of interest. Yeah. Yeah. But he basically bought his way in because he was a registered Republican until like 2016, right? I think 2018, actually. No, so yeah, I know. More? I know it's pretty it's pretty blatant and he was like okay the Republicans aren't gonna let me step on Don Donnie's toes no Don Don is uh he's not gonna go up against him yeah he the the two of them have a history they're both New Yorkers um you know Bloomberg mayor of New York Bloomberg was mayor of New York he was a former mayor of New York yeah um the biggest trouble he's running into right now is that black people don't trust him from Well, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm not going to make a case for him, but I'm just going to say he's his stop and frisk policy historically has been his, profiling yes, black voters, yes, black people. people of color, yeah, and his inability to string together uh, competent sentences to, to try and kind of get <laughs> him out of that it yeah. is. He doesn't seem to have that ability. You saw the, the, debate. the debate. We he watched was, the debate at your That place. was the second try, and he did just as poorly. You know what? He first nailed hmm. the jokes, which me like. I mean, he nailed. He those were the only sentences he could complete fully. It was almost like he practiced the jokes more than his policies. Yes, and this gets us into how stupid. <laughs> oh, you get wild. 
This is Ian getting riled. Having debates be the deciding (gasps) factor for how we choose our leaders. It is such an idiotic (gasps) way to determine who is uh, qualified to be the leader of the free world or for any political position. It is so stupid. It is a wrestling match. It is a verbal wrestling match where the winner is determined by, like you just said, the best zinger and the best like retweetable thing on yes it's so stupid wait how do we how do you think it should be decided just through interviews just through like honest long form Uh, interviews where people talk about their policy isn't that what campaigning is with all those fucking parades and no those conference rooms full of people and i guess but there needs to be some sort of required network broadcast Mm. kind of interviews it, whatever it is, these debates are just a joke. It's just this yeah. weird wrestling match thing. And don't you think that there's some unbalanced opinion depending on like what network it's premiering on too? Like, shouldn't we yeah. make some sort of policy that's like across the board, the big five media mm-hmm. companies, whatever they are, mm-hmm. it's like Fox, MSNBC, CNN, CNN, ABC, CBS, NBC. Mm-hmm. So there's like six whatever yeah should we make a rule that's like if you have this x amount of watchers per mm-hmm. week mm-hmm. you need to do this kind of interview for the president yeah you need to promote this amount of commercials for x amount like you shouldn't be able to bloomberg your way you shouldn't be able to buy yeah. your way in last minute yeah i know no that's a big concern that we can just now i mean just from presidencies and and all politicians from now on are just going to be a a contest between billionaires. Yikes! Where that's the only pool of human beings that we're going to be able to draw from to lead us into and an it, oligarchy or an aristocracy. It's well, you, Those two words are far too large. Yeah, and, it's just rich people running everything. Okay, like, and yeah. pe- why are people mad at the idea of a socialist? Mm-hmm. Well, it's not, what is a socialist? Well, and why are people scared of it? Right, well, it's not mad. It's people um, concerned that in the general election against mm-hmm. Trump... Mm-hmm that a w- bernie's past and and his pride in calling himself a socialist is going to freak out sort of uh, centrist democrats okay, in suburban areas 75 words i didn't understand no. what is a centrist <laughs> a centrist is obama was a centrist oh he, someone who's like in the middle in the middle of the of political spectrum far left right? and far right so they they spend money on the military right oh so but, obama was a nice balance yes that's what obama was policy wise he was maybe more liberal on social issues Mm -hmm. but more conservative on foreign policy right that's usually what it is so if you break that down then Mm -hmm. bernie is kind of like so left that we're afraid we're only going to get this big left bubble and like anyone that's Mm -hmm. center and alt-right will be voting trump well the traditional thing to do is that when you're in the primaries and this Mm -hmm. goes for republicans and democrats trump broke the model he was just far right the entire time yeah i know what a dick but what a dick (laughs) but the democrats is usually you you go left in the primary to solidify your base and then in the general election you tack to the center so that you can get these centrist kind of swing voters in suburban usually suburban areas to trust you trust you and right? know that you're not right. what you've been seeing and that is that bernie's uh, i, he's I don't too passionate about yeah I, he's too proud of his yeah just the word socialism and his use of it what does that mean is that you're super into social things like uh, <laughs> yeah like, Ian doesn't have instagram so <laughs> our worlds are really truly so far apart but like uh, what does socialism mean is like uh, so more social issues which is like mm-hmm. things that involve all people no so so that means that more um the government is government programs are going to take over um, more aspects of uh, of your life. So okay. uh, the big push for him is going to be Medicare for all and also education. So and that work that he his big thing is that he keeps saying it's working so well for other countries. And Denmark, Denmark is his like a key sort of example. Denmark is like the size of a fucking of, thumb compared to the United States. It's right? the size like of Hollywood, right? Yeah. It's, it's like it's really Be- beautiful. Been there. It's really nice. Going back this summer if Corona doesn't take us all out. Cool, but. Um, not america yeah it, it i mean the bigger thing is is that his medicare for all has absolutely zero chance to pass congress within the next couple of years within the uh, tens of years this is wow. within decades there's just 
it is dead upon arrival. There is no possible way that a Republican-controlled Senate, which I think it's going to remain, still, yeah. yeah, we're going to be stuck with, is they're not even considerate. It's 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 going absolutely nowhere. It's just going to be him banging his head on a concrete wall, essentially, because if unless you have the Senate majority, right, no one's going to vote in your. But even faves. Democrats, even Democratic senators and Democratic congressmen, really don't, don't believe want. In this? Yeah, they don't want Medicare for all. So it's it, it's just a non-starter for them. So. His big thing, you said something the other night when we were watching the debate that kind of mm-hmm. like was a light bulb moment for me, which I hate because you're an older white dude and you probably remind me a little bit of my dad and I'm trying not to listen so much to oh. people that are like that. Do I trigger like dad stuff? No. Okay. No, I think you're just um, not the way I think. Like I said, our worlds couldn't be farther apart. Cool, so cool. It's sometimes I'm like, oh, when he's right, he's right. <laughs> Maybe that's why I push back so hard on writing notes. Also, I hate rewrites. <laughs> you know I hate rewrites. Yeah. Okay. Um. My thing is, what you said the other night mm-hmm. was that what does the president actually have the power to do? Right. So when it comes to shit that's happening in America, mm-hmm. it's a vote. It's it's not one person decides all things. It's not like one big red button that no. someone presses and, and that's the thing that goes through. It's like you have to yes. go through so many levels of people voting yes. and majorities and republic. Like it has to be an overall mm-hmm. happy time mm-hmm. or a little bit of few on people a few people unhappy for something to be changed in America. Sure, you have to pass it through Congress, but what we what presidents do have a lot of control over is foreign policy. Whoa, hard stop. And say that again. <laughs> what Americans presidents do Slower. have control over is foreign policy what presidents have the most control over Mm -hmm. is foreign policy correct now why do they have to make that word sound so political why can't they just say like relationships and rules and laws with other countries well that's much longer that is i mean right yeah (laughs) so most people right don't even think about like bernie's been campaigning off of this Free healthcare, all free right. college for kids, erase student debt, and it's like right. he doesn't even really have any fucking mm-hmm. say over that shit. Now he can influence by being the president, sure, but he's not going to go in office and press three buttons on a computer and it's all going to happen. No, it's not. None of it's going to happen. Mm. And uh, but he's a populist, so yeah. he, he to break that down. What does that mean? Uh, a populist means he's appealing to popular ideas amongst the people, Got and it. they. they Trump is a populist, but see, he's a populist in a, in in a much different way, way in right? A, in a bad people way. In a like way. Like women up like dogs. Right. Or, yeah. or the double down on otherism, on mm. us versus them, mm. on Scare tactics. just cultural wedge issues, yeah. right? As he's what That's his brand of populism. Mm-hmm. Bernie's brand of populism is also kind of mixed in with class warfare, right? Where it's... These billion- words you use. Class warfare. So rich people, poor people. Right. So uh, billionaires are bad. Oh, that right. is true. Because there are good billionaires, right? Look at Bill Gates. Yeah, there's some There's some great billionaires. Te- I, I Tesla, he's a little weird, but he's... He's 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 around? He's on Twitter. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Elon Musk, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I that. just call him Tesla. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> Bruce Wayne, right? He's Batman. Love that guy. Yeah, he's couldn't, fantastic. Couldn't love more. Um, Big dick energy, that guy. Yeah, he's great. Fictional character. Um, so billionaires bad, right. poor people good, which is also in a way doing kind of what Trump's doing. It's like you're really us versing them, them, theming them. <laughs> yeah, I think where you can make the comparison is from Trump to Bernie, and I'm going to be careful here because you don't have to. This is a safe space. They are wildly different individuals. Sure, sure, sure. Bernie Sanders is a compassionate human being. He is a conscious Likes human women. being. He he's a respectful Pro human choice. being. Yes, he is. Yay environment. He is someone that I will vote for in a second if he is the Democratic yes. nominee. I feel a butt coming. Yes. Uh, well, I won't even say butt. Well, and and my therapist taught me that is when you're fighting instead of saying butt because that then negates everything you just said. Sure. Like I love you. You're the best thing that ever happened to me. But right. it's like, well, then whatever you're about to say doesn't matter because you just. You and you. So you, you say and. Yeah. Isn't that much nicer if I was yelling at you? You're the best thing that ever happened to me. I love you, and I get furious when you don't do the dishes. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, a little tip for all you. I can. You love birds out there. I can make that correction. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> and is that he? There is a fervor. He is using anger as a way. I talk like this. Yes. But it's anger against a particular set of people. It's anger against the the wealthy, against the establishment. Mm-hmm. And they right? don't like that because they. 
are controlling the whole entire country. Bernie Bernie supporters. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, it, it, what it does is it attracts the disenfranchised uh, youth, right? Uh-huh. People who don't think the system that is working, working in there. For them. And that's right. Trump had that same appeal, right? But it, he had it in a but much more vicious, like, more cruel yeah. uh, fashion, where Bernie has it in a way that's like... This will I, actually better. Yeah, this is... I, I, I'm going to improve your lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know? I, we're not... You don't have to empty your bank account to um, to be to be living to be a living human to being. Be yes, human <laughs> to be healthy so to go then, to the doctor. Okay, so then I have to ask: What has been this recent uproar with Bernie supporters being mm-hmm. like two things? Okay, two things. One is that Bernie supporters are apparently like violent on social mm-hmm. media, and people are like, "Is this really? These are just as bad as like alt right mm-hmm. KKK white boys mm-hmm. who are angry, and they're now very... you just have like white boys on the other side that are angry." Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're very aggressive. And two, there has been recent talk that Russia that Bernie was debriefed that Russia is trying to help him win the election, right? Because is the is the sense of that that. Russia believes Trump can beat Bernie, so they want him to be the opponent, or they believe that, uh, well, isn't that why they would do it? Why would yeah. Russia help Bur- Trump? Or Could, why would it help? Jesus. Because Jesus they, they, they want to elect Trump. Right. They, they want Trump to be, the, to be but reelected. Doesn't Bernie have a good relationship with the Soviets? <laughs> uh, no, not now, but there is footage of Bernie going. Did I just catch it in my hand? Is it open it? Oh, oh you I did! did! Flew away. Okay, okay, sorry. Far out. That was cool. So um, I took Adderall and coffee and L theanine today, whoa, just for you. Okay, this is the back half of the day. Are you gonna sleep? Um, we'll get there. All right, we'll go. We'll get there when we get there. Yeah, past that bridge. <laughs> um, sorry, back to Soviet Union. There's there, footage of Bernie being naked at a dinner table. Uh, mm, I don't know. I hope not. But. There's some weird footage on Twitter going around oh, about no. Bernie High. Really? N- naked at like a full table of naked people uh-huh. in the Soviet Union at like a free love dinner party. Oh my God. I think he, did he go to the Soviet Union yes. for his honeymoon maybe? Yes. Okay. So see, things like this make people, myself included, really paranoid because in the general election is a new level of scrutiny That's that is gonna, put on these candidates. Yeah. And so these clips of him in the Soviet Union praising their transit system or in calling Jimmy Carter a, 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 a war criminal and... I mean, Don't Trump's know. level of depravity, what he's going to do in to him. Debate. And he's just going to call him a communist for the next what six months. What is a months. communist? So the, a communist is, uh, uh, well, communism in general uh-huh. is um, a system of government where everyone sort of contributes to the government. Like the government, the is state is everyone, right? Wait, why is that bad? Well, because it's not, it doesn't, it's not realistic. It always, it, it, all forms of communism, the biggest form is the Soviet Union. And well, China still claims to be a communist country. They're not. That's, it's just sort of a front. But why, why, that sounds great about everyone contributing. It does sound great. No, it, I, 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 it sounds wonderful. But what do you mean but by the, like, do they not have a president? Like what is communism? What, uh, like what's wrong with that? Most forms of communism have been communist dictatorships, right? So, oh, right. one person, right? So Mao Zedong in China was a was well, a that dictator. doesn't sound like all the people have control then. No, they don't. That's what I'm saying. In practice, oh, they sure. actually okay. they it just turns into um, a dictatorship, right? Well, Where that seems all the like what Trump is. Them. Well, that's what he wants to be. He, that's what we're getting towards, right? Yeah. Which is why his reelection. We are doing. We are going to do a full slide into authoritarian oligarchy, and it's going to be a nightmare. Those words are so big, but um, mm-hmm. my point is, is that there was Bernie mm-hmm. being debriefed that Russia is trying to help him. Yeah, and by helping him, they meant. This is a question, not a statement. They meant Russia is doing that thing with the bots, mm-hmm. where they're pretending to be angry Bernie supporters. Correct. And oh wow, so they're really reverse psychologying it. They're yeah. not doing what they did in 2016, where they were doing all pro-Trump ads nope. and anti-Hillary. They're actually pretending to be Bernie supporters. Well, they did that in 2016. They, they pretended to be these um, identity groups. So they were um, like black identity groups, the, uh, um, forms of Black Lives Matters, oh. 
who were so they they were on both sides. Uh, so then they would be a white nationalist group, yeah. and they would so what they want is polarization. Right. So that's what's another. What's, 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 what's Fresh got against us? What's fucking what's Fresh's problem with us? W- because we're a Western power, and we and we support Westernized um, countries in in Western Europe. And in Eastern Europe as well, Why don't we like just the make Ukraine. With them? I know Putin's bad, but like they're gonna die soon, right? Putin and like his twenty-ish years. Yeah, I mean their economy's doing very poorly. Yeah, and they're sort of held up by um, oil money, right? So fossil fuels and stuff, which is a, a an industry that is starting to go away. So why are they so obsessed with us? Number one, mm-hmm. and if they're so poor. How come they have like the most brilliant hackers that can apparently do shit that we can't stop? We can. We are our our um Are we? Our hackers are the best in the world. We yeah. Uh, do you think? Oh, I think so. I think of like Silicon Valley like TJ Miller as our hackers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, maybe then yeah, I don't know. I believe that the NSA is the best um, Ooh, um, that's an opinion. Yeah, uh, the best whatever you want to call on tech um, intelligence group Stopping in the world. Stopping bad things in the world. Sure. Besides watching us through our webcams. Mm-hmm. You want to know who's not watching us through our webcams? Who? Glossier. Okay. Just real quick, I want to tell you about... Look at my skin. Ian, look at it. Yeah, it's lovely. It's lovely, right? It's, it's a sheen. Look at... The, it's, it's a sheen, okay? Yeah. Glossier sent me there two products that I have dead-ass dead been using, because you can see. See, look how empty that is. Yeah, CBC. that one's down like a third. Yeah. yeah. Okay. First of all, they sent me their Milky Jelly Cleanser. And their Milky Jelly Cleanser is a luxurious creamy gel formula making washing your face an elevated experience. And I'm not going to lie. All this stuff that's happening with the environment where it's like mm-hmm. bad to use makeup cloths, I've been like, well, what can handle taking off the thickness of my cray-cray makeup? You have that problem. And I know you do. We talk every day about it. Uh, oily, yeah. Yeah. It, this is a a conditioning face wash that mm. not only washes away excess oil, dirt, and makeup, it's gentle on your eyes and great for all skin types. Okay, you probably already know Glossier by their amazing presence on Instagram, okay? Cool. And they popularize that really glowy, dewy skin look. Mm. Like, have you noticed women now, their faces are just like wet all the time. Yeah, I have noticed that. Yeah, and I'm dry as the desert. Mm-hmm. And so the Glossier products have been like a god send because i've been doing this thing where now look at that you can't see if you're audio i'm sorry Mm because right now i look wet af i look like a beautiful slippery seal like i could just slide right across a table because of all of glossy's amazing products especially the milky jelly cleanser and it really does cut through so much makeup okay milk milky jelly cleanser is one of glossy's top selling products Mm -hmm. and people are obsessed with it it's the perfect way to start your skincare routine the ph balance formula has a blend of five skin conditioners five that's a lot it's dermatologist tested it's hypoallergenic not irritating cruelty impairment free because you know that kind of stuff matters to us on this podcast and it's Mm. tough on the impurities but gentle on your eyes again like i'll be wearing waterproof mascara and then like a nice little tint of moisturize and it it cuts all the way through all that and nice. then their second product that they're not paying me to talk about, but I just wanted to bring it up that they sent me is the Future Dew. This has been, oh, oh. It's so more moisture. It's, it's just like it's a look so, of. It's a look of wetness. The dew. It just makes you look expensive. Oh. Wet things are expensive. Like you're walking through fog. Like, like a, a heavy. Oh. Like I'm rich enough to have a pool dipped straight into it right before I came and met you. Like you came out of a pool. Exactly. Oh, cool. And the Future Dew is my favorite. It's an oil serum hybrid and I lay it just gently on top of all my makeup at the end like kind of like a liquidy highlighter and it's been my favorite look. Anyway, they, that wasn't part of the brand deal but still. Uh, get that glowy, dewy skin for yourself by visiting glossier.com slash podcast slash Kelsey. Learn more and take the quiz to find out your ultimate Glossier skincare routine. Plus, all new customers, <laughs> okay, honey, will get 10% off their first order on Glossier.com slash podcast slash Kelsey. Certain exclusions apply. That's G-L-O-S-S-I-E-R.com slash podcast slash Kelsey. So I'm sure Bernie uses Glossier because he looks, his skin's nice. Yeah, he's not bad. He's looking pretty good for just having a heart attack, too. Oh, a heart attack? He did have a heart attack. Yeah. Are people worried about that? Like, that he's not going to live through the next four years because he's, like, 78 years old? Right. So if he were to uh, 
uh, get elected, and then in his second term, he would be in his early 80s. Holy shit. He would be, the, uh, the I think, the oldest president to ever serve. But Trump ain't a young little spry spring chicken either. No, he's pretty elderly, too. He's pushing he the prune like juice. He like shit on that fucking press conference on Saturday about Corona, I mean, uh, which we talked about on the podcast last week. Oh, you everybody. did? Yeah, and I, since last week, the numbers have kind of shot up. And uh, for your podcast or for coronavirus? <laughs> well, both. Actually, oh. we have a very high download rate Monday and Tuesday, you guys. And oh, so I, I think moving the podcast from Thursday to Monday was a good choice. Cool. So thank you for all that suggested that. But the numbers for coronavirus have yeah. shot up. But I want to remind you guys that the death rate is still th- th- is very low. It's a yeah, it's not clear because we haven't yeah. had enough cases here. And it's I think. 80% of cases are like a mild cold. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so right. the other thing is. We talked about this last week, but I just want to remind you, the best thing you can fucking do is wash your hands, yes. sneeze into your armpits, mm-hmm. and stay away from sick people. And don't pick your nose, and don't put your hands in your mouth. Oh, like, I can't not do that. I, I have that tick where I, I twirl my hair around my mouth. Oh, then you put it in. Yeah, that's where you get the colds. I, that's why I'm always sick? Yeah. Oh my God, that explains so fucking much. Oh yeah, you gotta keep it I had a sick nail tech yesterday. Oh, fuck. And he was like coughing into his into his armpit so i was like okay you were but i was yeah i couldn't have put my hands farther away just like sir don't come to work when you're fucking sick especially when you're touching people's hands but if you're going to the airport wear a mask because that seems to be the scariest place i'm going to the airport on tuesday oh yeah i'm also going to the airport next week too i'm going to a lot of airports oh, and i'm yeah. nervous because i'm supposed to have a, our first live show in london this summer oh you think it's gonna be a big public gathering because why why is it so high in italy but there's nothing uh, happening around like the uk or croatia or all the the countries surrounding it they seem to have like contained it a bit in italy yeah too soon to speak i guess yeah hard this to say. isn't another coronavirus podcast mm-hmm. but if you're gonna wear masks it's all it's really more helpful if you're sick and wearing the mask because if you're not sick and you're wearing the mask you mm-hmm. still can contract it by putting your hands on your face so oh, shit. i'm gonna wear gloves and masks to the airport are you really i know it's like contradicting everything i just said but like i just cannot get sick right now yeah. let alone the coronavirus i know no i don't want you to get sick Right, we gotta sell shows. I know, it would really affect us. We gotta go to pitch. I know, it'd be tough. <laughs> okay, back onto how Trump looked like shit. Yeah, at the at the, they, at the coronavirus uh, meeting on Saturday. Yeah. Um, I feel like we've talked a lot about Bernie. Mm-hmm. Can we switch over to Bidey? Bidey boy. Yeah. So Joe Biden, right? He, he's he's really um, he's got some prune juice in the in the tank, man. He, he how come? come- What's the deal with his family being involved with Russia, uh, with um, Ukraine? Right. So his son, um, mm-hmm. Hunter Biden. That's such a hot name. Is he hot? Hunter? Let's yeah, I think he's a pretty good-looking dude. Okay. I think he's. I, I would. I think he's like kind of a classic American, like Captain America looking dude. Is he young? I don't know. Hard to say. I think Ooh, he's probably middle age. He's not hot, but he's not ugly. No. Yeah. But he's he got- doesn't look anything like Bidey boy. A little bit. He's got that forehead, right? Oh, he's got a forehead. Yeah. Um, I should also mention I voted for Bernie. I panic voted for Bernie. Oh, I you did? I don't think I said that. <laughs> I panic voted for <laughs> Bernie the other day. Okay, cool. I sent in my, I mailed in my belly. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so moving on to Bidey. Um. So son. It was. This was. This was what Trump got impeached for. Impeached mm-hmm. in the Congress, right? He was acquitted in, in the mm-hmm. Senate. Mm-hmm. Um. So w- what it was was that. Uh, Giuliani and some other sort of uh, non-official cronies of Trump <laughs> were trying to dig up dirt on Hunter Biden and his involvement. Because in a, they were fearful that Joe Biden was going to be Trump's biggest competition. Yes. yes, they projected that Biden, Joe Biden, was going to be the nominee and they wanted uh, opposition yeah. research prior to the general election. Sure. Yeah. So what they found was... Nothing. Joe's son is yeah. on the board in Ukraine for some oil company. Uh, to a power company, yeah, power company called Burisma. Um, <laughs> but like a coffee shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does actually. Uh, it's but there was just nothing there. That what they were um, trying to do was just make up stuff. They were okay. trying to make up some impropriety about how uh, Joe Biden f- uh, got. Uh, a prosecutor in the Ukraine ousted, uh, but it wasn't true. And like, what did that affect 
the people's view of I feel like that that hurt Trump more than it hurt Bitey Boy. Um, I'm gonna call him Bitey Boy. It's hard to say because Trump supporters, Trump just seems invincible to I don't know to any bad story that that comes across his way. It it, it doesn't. He is the leader of a personality cult, so it's so whatever. Whatever he says, his followers just kind of go along with it. So we don't really know if that helped or hurt it until... Well, he got impeached, but I mean, I guess that didn't help, but I don't know. He could be viewed as a a victim from all this, right? Or that this is further evidence of some deep state conspiracy that they're trying to get me out. It's just exhausting. But But Joe Biden himself doesn't seem too mm-hmm. problematic correct am i correct in saying that no he's he's a little uh, creepy touchy right is that what you're talking about <gasps> oh, right yeah he and, had a little creepy touchy moment yeah he just gets a little too close he's you a, know but is it g- grandpa close or is it making women uncomfortable close? it is completely grandpa close i think it's totally innocuous it is just him being old and just not really conscious Knowing of like that women are like don't fucking touch me yeah like we don't yeah. i don't need the shoulder thing all the time mm-hmm. like that is but isn't that just, i'm not being like these women are overreacting, but isn't that the way presidents touch people? Like, don't you ever see Obama? Like, the, whenever he meets someone, he immediately grabs their shoulder and, like, shakes uh, their hand. And I thought that was just, they probably told politicians, like, you should touch people to make connectedness. Yeah, Biden, I think, interprets it as being folksy, right? He thinks I'm a, uh, this is personal, but it's not. Like, I, I don't okay. want an old man with his old man breath and like denture like face and just yeah like i i i i would make me feel uncomfortable and to women it's a whole other level of discomfort But trump wouldn't even try and call biden out for that because no 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 yeah because he's not dumb no it it would backfire yeah it would the hypocrisy of that is what why do I like Biden less now that he's running for president mm-hmm. than I did as because he wasn't doing anything as vice president. He was just like cute. Sure. Following Obama around. Sure. But why do I feel like I trust him less now? Oh, he I don't know. Very that, Republican-y. Well, that's the thing is that in comparison to Bernie, he does. Mm-hmm. Right. But he's again, he is a centrist. He, what he's running off of is just a sense of a return to normalcy which is obama which is sure which associates him with obama and a sense where every day you wake up and you swipe left on your phone or whatever and you look at the news it isn't you your blood pressure doesn't go up right right? so that's his i mean every democratic nominee is going to be trying to sell you on hey isn't this been just crazy yeah isn't this just awful like people are addicted to stress like i i truly believe the last like four years has created an environment where old people get their energy back by talking about trump dude they have meaning now and and purpose i think that's a great point that there is a um an addiction to the anxiety Mm -hmm. of all of this Mm -hmm. that people our parents age maybe baby boomers Mm -hmm. maybe aren't conscious of and that they secretly want to hold on to because they're going to die soon yeah and And they want to feel like they're important still right but they're this is the first election that has (laughs) that's awful (laughs) yeah it's like where we're heading right uh this election is the first one in a long time where there well ever Mm -hmm. where there's more millennial voters than baby boomers well i hope so is yes, that true it's yeah true. oh okay so there's like kind of this idea that uh we really can mm-hmm. make a change here sure. if we get out and vote which i th- i guess is the whole fucking reason why i wanted to do this episode is to say please vote like please, please. i go home to florida all the time i go to these big metropolis cities philly new york for work mm-hmm. and i talk to people my age who feel like it's just a either overwhelming and they're like the the political system has never appealed to me because I've never had someone on my side. I've okay. never like gained. It's not something you learn in school. Sure. You're always learning about the past and the history. And we've had mm. this conversation before where I think it's fucking pointless, but <laughs> Ian thinks we need history. Oh, and I'm love, like, move I'm forward. Hi- Yo, I'm a history major. Yeah, so sure, sure, sure. I, I'm oh, sorry. You on that. No, okay. I'm like, fuck that. They don't teach you how to form an opinion mm-hmm. outside of your parents mm-hmm. until you get to college and then you don't give a shit because you're more focused on fucking and smoking weed. Yeah. So it's like by the time you care is when you're making enough money 
to care about who is in charge because then you're just going to vote whoever makes you pay less taxes, right? Right, which makes you vulnerable to bizarre right. um, choices. Choices. Because I've heard that thing too is that people will be like, I'm voting for Trump purely a business choice. Right. And I'm like, first of all, how are you making that much money straight out of college? Yeah, you're not a millionaire. Yeah. yeah. And then second, it's like a continue. It really is people just having a continuation of feeling off of what their parents taught them. Yeah. And so where do we break it, right? Like where do we give people our age the oomph yeah. to have their own uh, feeling, mm-hmm. especially if they're not involved. Like if your day-to-day life like ours in LA isn't being slammed with have an opinion about something, have an opinion about something. Like Ugh. if you're just in middle America, you're just trying to fucking make enough money to buy right. your kids some nice shit, get your nails done every week. And like, why do we need to care because mm-hmm. there th- what's going to happen is going to happen with or without me. And I think right. that that thinking is a little bit like that, skewed. that your vote doesn't matter. That right. This that w- year is the first time it might actually matter. Of course, this is the most important election maybe in the history of our union. So it, this- I got so riled up. I got a stress burp. Okay. That's cool. The acid indigestion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Carry on. Um, I think the case can be made, and I think it really is the most important election yeah. in the history of uh, of Ever. our government. Um, but what you're saying that um, this the disenfranchised mm-hmm. youth, right? This hopelessness of like my vote doesn't matter; mm-hmm. they're all the same, mm-hmm. right? Is is a narrative that feeds into Trumpism, right? right? That's what he wants you to believe. He wants mm. you to believe that my my blatant corruption, my my blatant um, uh, uh, sort of con artistry. Mm-hmm. That's what all politicians do. Mm. Wow! Right? So he's like owning it, <laughs> kind of way. He advertises it every second of the day. Every time he opens his oh, his just weird mouth. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's very weird. Mouth. Yeah, uh, it is a. He is the most blatant con artist mm-hmm. in public life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's almost p- like it's it, he he he's like, don't worry about mm-hmm. it. It mm-hmm. is what it is. Mm-hmm. And I think people our age feel like it causes more stress and energy yeah. to give a shit. <laughs> yeah, because there's other things in their personal yeah. life that are really yeah, like again in up. LA. This is all people are talking about. This mm-hmm. is all we do. It's always social media. It's about It's like social zeitgeist. But the the difference is, I think those people you're talking about, if you said to them, like. Do you, have you noticed an increase in your latent anxiety over the last three years? Yes. They would say yes. They yeah. would have to say yes. And you would blame that largely on on Trump, the of economy, course, which is Trump's fault. Well, yeah, but just Trump in general. Yeah. Just the noise that comes out yeah. of just like we shouldn't be paying attention to politics this much mm. in in our country. No. This is when you turn on the news every day. It is solely um just stories about our national politics mm-hmm. we shouldn't be that involved in it no it, it should run smoothly yes <laughs> it's it's like there are and there's also like more important things out in the world that yeah. that like i used to love to read the newspaper i used to love mm-hmm. to know what was going on in other countries and just sort of smaller stories now here in this countries open your phone. it's just just wall to wall, like uh, now domestic corruption mm. and these crazy things that this bizarre uh, mutant reality show host yeah. is is dominated with. It's just nuts. And it, it feels like we need to give a shit again. Like I'm thinking a lot about the people who just have like they turn on this podcast so that they don't have to think about politics yeah. every week. It's like. I I hope this episode was something sort of like making it a little bit more reachable and relatable. Mm -hmm. And again, maybe like, you know, wrapping up here, we only have a couple more minutes left, but going back to the idea of like, I don't care who you vote for. Just don't let it be Trump. Yeah. Just don't vote for Trump. And if we could go back to the idea of like, we, I've been focusing so much on what's happening here in America and recognizing that what, the next president is going to have the most power over is relationships with other countries and what's going on in the Mm -hmm. world. Like what are some themes and issues that we should be looking into a, you need to look past bots. Like you need to do your own research Mm -hmm. and B, in, in a space where I'm not going to get overwhelmed and feel like the ice caps are melting and like every country is getting bombed Mm -hmm. that, you know, I'm not paying attention to is like what, 
What do we need to care about? Well, the environment, right? <laughs> right. So this is going to be uh, climate one. change needs to be a uh, a global effort, mm -hmm. right? So America leaving the Paris Accord is a big deal. Uh, we, we, I think we're now the only ones mm -hmm. who are not signed up with this mm -hmm. with this agreement. So one, I think that's top of the list. Mm -hmm. uh, the other one is nuclear proliferation. Um, we have a nuclear arsenal that, under Trump, has increased. Um, we had a podcast episode about that. Oh, you did. We had a, my friend Chris Reinecker came on and talked about it. Is why don't why aren't we talking about nuclear bombs? More? Yes, because we, it is out of sheer luck that we haven't just blown ourselves up. Yeah, um, that's terrifying. <laughs> so that's going to include a global community of the nuclear powers, right? Mm. And particularly Iran, right? Iran is pushing to get a nuclear weapon. There, uh, Obama struck up a deal th that uh, that regulated that and prevented them from getting a nuclear weapon. Trump, is, as soon as he got it off and wiped that away, we need to get back Why into understanding. Why does Trump want to give Iran a nuclear bomb? Uh, he doesn't want to give them a nuclear bomb. Why would he take away the agreement? Um, because Obama did it. Oh. Yeah. what? So, right, that's that was Obamacare, right? It is... Obama did it. It's out of, um, I believe, just Jealousy. resentment, yeah. right? And and just smallness. But, but why would you do that if you don't want... Because, like, what is that, what's the first thing Iran's going to do with a nuclear bomb? Send it our way. Well, what a nuclear weapon does to a country is it legitimizes them um, amongst... As a fear as a power. As a power. So that, well, it, it, it means that you can't mess with us because... We have this ultimate self-destruct button mm -hmm. now, mm -hmm. um, and that and it works. It actually mm -hmm. it does it, that actually works. So, mm. climate, nuclear weapons, nuclear weapon, North Korea. What's up with them? What's going on? <sighs> I mean, Korea. I know we know, but like, what what do we need to focus on with who we're voting for with that? With their um, opinions on it. I I mean, it's it's neutralizing a, the relationship. I, I I don't know. I think just creating. Some kind of standards where we can work with China and South Korea and Japan mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to come up with some uh, wholesale a strategy against Korea, North Korea getting some weapons. I, right. I, I don't know. There's there's no short term short term cure for it. It's a, so if we're worried about our enemies getting weapons, mm -hmm. didn't more people think Trump was going to like? take a really hard military stance mm -hmm. and like people might think Bernie might just be like, ah, oh, laissez-faire, the world's going to do what's good, the world's going to do. Like, Right. The, uh, so what Trump has done, he's an isolationist. So he's mm -hmm. trying to pull, he pulled troops out of Syria. He's trying to pull all the troops out Why of... Why did uh, he pull troops out of Syria? And uh -huh. because Syria is getting like bombed to pieces, right? Right. There's a humanitarian crisis in Syria yeah. right now. Well, it it's still isn't clear. It, he had a phone call with President Erdogan, the president of Turkey, mm -hmm. and immediately after that, he just made a blanket But not having order. American presence there does what? It takes us out of the negotiations. So now what happens is that was a gift for Russia and Iran uh, and Assad. Assad is the, the leader of Syria. So Jesus. we are gifting these sort of the totalitarian, authoritarian worlds who Trump has an affinity for because he wants to be an authoritarian. So he wants them to be like, hey, we're cool with you. We're sending troops in to mm -hmm. protect Syria from getting bombed more or we're sending troops in to bomb Syria more? Who are you saying? Trump is saying that? Yeah. No, we took everybody out of there. Why? And left control because... Uh, it's still not clear. But who, what does taking them out do? Like, it, it leaves them more vulnerable? It, it gives Turkey uh, uh, the approval to move in their forces and to clear out the Kurds. So the Kurds are an ethnic minority in northern Iraq and southern Turkey and in <laughs> eastern Man, Syria. I want this podcast to be listened to a little. I'm sorry, but this what is just what it is. It's foreign it, policy is insanely, uh, insanely I know, complicated. I know, but I need you to make it in a way that I can understand because okay, I there's some there's no fucking way the listeners... There's some Kurds... No, I'm the dumbest one who there, does this podcast. There's people that, um, uh, that Turkey doesn't want on its border. Okay. Um, but we have allied with these people, the Kurds, mm -hmm. to join in a fight to eliminate um, ISIS. So Kurds equal good. 
Kurds are our allies. We're okay. our allies in getting rid of ISIS. Oh, good. Yeah, You Kurds. know ISIS, Hi, right? Kurds? The, yeah. death, the death ISIS. call. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did that with them. Oh, yeah. Go us. We eliminated ISIS uh-huh. with the help of the Kurds. Um, and we, our military presence remained there with them until Trump oh. just one day talked to the president of Turkey and was like, no, nah, they're all going to go. And by the way, Trump has properties in Istanbul and throughout Turkey that so do we, he has financial interests. We worry in. now that ISIS might come back because we, there's no protection. Yeah. Oh. So we want a president that's going to put troops back in Syria, even though it's getting bombed to high heaven. I don't think we have that option anymore, uh-huh. because it's the the whole thing has changed now. Now the Russia's moved in. The Russia, the <laughs> Russia, Turkey has taken over. I I don't think that's an even an option. So okay, so what else then? For foreign policy yeah. aid, well, I mean, I, I don't know. I, what do we do with China? China is, in some places, a bad faith actor w- with. Uh, intellectual properties, right? They steal our ideas, right? Oh. And or they uh, they inflate their um, monetary value, right? Uh-huh. Their currency to sort of mess with the markets and, uh-huh. and adjust. The the influence of Chinese markets uh-huh. has a big because there are manufacturing. We get a bunch of stuff from there. There are it's ma- a lot cheaper to make there. There are central manufacturers for not only us but for the entire world. That's why wow. the economy is crashing right now because they're the manufacturers and with for the corona. world. Right, and all of their factories are closing down because they're being um, quarantined. So then, moving into fall, like mm-hmm. when we're voting, and mm-hmm. they're saying Corona is gonna like kind of die down over the summer because it's nice and hot. I, that doesn't make no, but sure. And then when fall comes, it's gonna hit back up again, like the flu on the first week of school. Sure. How is that gonna affect it's like blockbuster movies? Yeah, right? I don't yeah. Know where it's I like get my the news, Marvel NPR. franchise. Um, what what do we want out of a president who's gonna be talking about? Foreign policy stuff, yeah. Well, well, like relationships with China, something mm-hmm. like that. Like, it, it, do we want someone that's like, bring jobs back to America, bring manufacturing back to America? Or do we want someone that's like, why don't we find a cool, chill place with China and that way we can still keep working with them? Well, yeah. I mean, you, you, you want some sort of balance, right? right? You just want some reasonable, rational human being, first and <laughs> foremost, right? You want some not someone who's Trump. smart. You, yeah. want, you just want a not a Trump. Mm-hmm. At this point... I would literally vote for a button that just randomizes randomized any individual in the entire world. Wow. So that person probably wouldn't speak English. Yeah. Um, but then at that level, at least they would appeal to the experts. Yeah. Right. Like some dude in India or China, right? Mm-hmm. Is probably the that would be the the population. the probability, yeah. right? He would, he or she would come in and just be like, I, I, I don't know what's happening. It's better than yeah. like then, what's happening. It's better than someone we know is operating in bad faith. Copy that. So that's like kind of the the conclusion of this is just don't fucking vote for Trump. Yeah, please. And literally anything else is better. Please, <laughs> I'm terrified. So I guess then, like wrapping up, like how do we? How do we, besides saying like, just go vote, mm-hmm. because we know you can do mail-in ballots, you know, you can do absentee, you know, mail-in you can go ballots, in, yes. you know, you can go in, uh, in person. Mm-hmm. We know we can, uh, don't, you can't vote online. Mm-mm. I know that would be a lot easier and better yeah. for all of us antisocial people, awesome. but like, what else can we do that's not bombard, you know, like get jizzed in the face every day with Twitter fucking headlines about stuff. Like how can we encourage our confidants to make rational research decisions on who, I mean, well, I guess it doesn't matter, right? Because it's like, just don't vote for Trump. Vote for whoever's against Trump. Whoever the democratic nominee is who comes out of the primary, go and canvas for them. But this week, Super Tuesday, the point is go fucking vote. Sure. Oh, of course. I mean, you should just be voting no matter what. And it's kind of like between Biden and 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 Bernie. We're and Bernie. happy with either. So vote. We're telling you, mm-hmm. vote for Bernie or Biden. Do uh, we lean one way or the other? I voted for Bernie, but I don't fucking know. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not as uh, as on board with Bernie. But again, if he is the nominee, I'm perfectly happy voting for him. It's great. Okay. And do you want to be found by people? Oh, uh, no, I mean, I said my name. They can just figure it out. Do you have anything to promote? Oh, no. Okay. I'm just chilling. If you want to buy one of our TV shows. Oh, yeah. Like anyone who buys TV shows is listening to this. <laughs> That'd be cool. Uh, Confidants, listen. We're going to be setting up some live shows very soon. Uh, we've got a three-run in America tour coming up, which I don't want to tease, but I might as well. 
that we might have La Capslap DJ himself, DJ Capslap Jared Lucas, my boyfriend, might even be playing at one of our live shows, like a fun dance party. Yeah, is he a hard get? Yeah, he's pretty hard. Oh, wow. I have to go through his agent to oh, talk about this kind of stuff. That's awful. Um, so be, be on the lookout for that. And all I care about is that we sell out because if we don't sell out, no one's ever going to take a chance on this podcast. <laughs> and London, June 8th, 9th, or 10th is when the show's going to be. I'm talking to two venues right now, but I'm really scared because of coronavirus. So I don't even know if I should be promoting that to buy tickets for it because we might not even do it if the world gets swallowed. It knows next. no boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, I hope... I know we mostly are talking about dicks, anal sex, and uh, yeah, we mostly talk about that kind of stuff and, oh. and, and emotions on this podcast, but I really need to do this for me, okay? I needed to talk to the through the confusion. I needed to know that I'm not alone in not knowing everything, and I mean, that's what this podcast is, is Confidently Insecure, the podcast where we're absolutely sure we don't know everything, and Ian, you know a lot, so thank you so much for taking the time. Oh, thanks so now much. Now we have to work. All right, yeah. All right, confidants. We'll see you next week. Peace. Bye.